0: Uh, I think so. oh, that's okay let's just do it again okay all right oh.
1: With, it is like even though we'll be fine and we'll get on a roll
0: again it's actually so it's so it, so sucks. it, it like sucks it feels <laughs> well, like
1: okay well welcome to sex, sex and,
0: and
2: the sex in the, the sex, sex. Yeah, yes <laughs> we're very upset um, because we actually already started recording this podcast 15 minutes ago and we had really good banter. We had such banter. good banter.
0: Stars. Stars, we've never done that before. I know. Before. I don't even know you guys yeah. in that way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, guess, I, mean, I we've never met.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who the fuck these people are. <laughs> um, <And,
2: laughs> we talked about Skye's period, our foster dog. We
1: have a foster oh. dog. He's. Just over 50 kilos. Um, she actually weighs more than my grandmother right now, and she has a period. <laughs> She's What's... living the dream, but she has to say. Same- <laughs> Don't come, before you come after us, she can't be to sex until she loses weight. Yeah,
2: because people are definitely going to come after her. We think she's.
1: People, <laughs> people are gonna, <laughs> it's it's vicious. <laughs> has gone too far.
2: That's <laughs> me our dog. How dare you?
1: Yeah, our dog needs to lose weight for health reasons, not to pursue your foster any-
0: dog. So you didn't you didn't just like bake her like this, you, you got her like this. We
2: got her like this. And we chose to accept her. We absolutely chose to accept her. I mean yeah. a lot of people would turn her away because she was so fat. But like <laughs> But we like a challenge and she's beautiful. She's where beautiful. did she come from?
1: Um cutting our joke.
2: What's that? <laughs> okay, John and I have um, we've passed the point. Okay, we were at a really nice drunk before, like a really kind of conversation, <laughs> and now it just seems that we're at a gibberish. Uh, no, I understood where you were coming from. She came from <laughs> uh, Dan. Dan and John Joe lyrics like, uh, where did you come from?
1: from where, did you write, where did you go? Yeah, it yeah. was
0: not dysfunctional. It's it's all good. Dan yeah. we know that place.
1: We know that we, we know fuck that. with her until she loses weight so she can be dissexed um, so she can get adopted. So she can get adopted, which potentially by us. Yeah,
2: she'll probably be <laughs> by Jordan's girlfriend. So she follows her everywhere, and
1: she is. She has a period, which um, just to quickly follow you up, what we were discussing recently. So do Irvi and I.
0: Yes, I definitely have it right
2: now. I know. And I can tell you're being a fucking bitch.
0: I am on it. And then before I, I bought like the cheapest pads at the supermarket, cause I'm like, fuck this. I'm not paying like fucking 10 bucks for pads. Yeah. And so I just got like $3 ones. I'm like, yeah, I'll just buy two packets cause like I need them and I've got a really heavy flow. Like I know that's TMI, but um, like to demonstrate how heavy it is, like my last housemate's, I'd catch them in the middle of the night, just like cutting um, my pads in half, or like cutting like a little circle out for themselves because it's like I have to use the mega ones. Um, So yeah, the one. Hang on, so whoa,
2: whoa, 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 (laughs) They they were cutting
1: up. (laughs) With this,
0: like, <laughs> yeah. it's like when you come out and see rats or like mice just eating bits of food it was like they were just like mm-hmm. out in the middle of the night just like I could see them with scissors just like cutting out like when you when they ran out like not always just um when they were out of pads they'd have to like cut Half of mine off to like have it as a normal pad for themselves because mm-hmm. mine are huge. You,
2: like, wear like a nighttime pad for your reg pad. Yeah,
0: yeah. I always yeah. go like nighttime, like heavy flow, like always bladder I do leaks. That
1: as well. I prefer full coverage as opposed to a suggestion. It feels like I've got like a wad of to- like of toilet paper in my underwear. Yeah, wear-
0: it's comforting.
1: I'm wearing a nappy, you know?
2: Yeah, you yeah
0: to- but mine are like drenched by the morning. as like I'll sometimes need to. <laughs> oh <my God.
2: laughs> Have you ever had like period explosion where you like stand up and it's like fucking tied away (laughs) and then you're like running to the bathroom because you're like, no, and then it like rips on the carpet. Oh, it's so bad. It's the worst. I've had period explosion with my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. My my current boyfriend just did a shuckers to that, being like... Yeah. I'm about it. That. He has a <laughs> yeah. where he wants me to period on him. Credit,
0: <laughs> I knew it. Cancer,
2: uh-huh. so
1: into it. <laughs> There's a comic in Melbourne who Andrew Portelli, who does, he used to have a joke where was like, "Anybody else have sex with their girlfriend when they have their period? Anybody else cool?" <laughs> 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 Fucking get, me. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. totally, yeah. It's very like, funny. Like, Nice. So, <laughs> <did>. Serve him. <laughs> him also. I
2: did. I him at the restaurant all the time. We'd always do free writing and we'd have a conversation and I was always stressed. So Yeah, I, was- I
0: did a show with him once. He's a good um he's a good comic. Yeah. Good
1: boy. Um, yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so I got these like super cheap pads from um and I thought so I unwrapped them and it's basically like wire mesh it's like it's like what you use for science experiments and stuff it's like that (laughs) (laughs) it's what we put on the fucking Bunsen Bunsen burner or whatever that thing was and I have to like put that on me now and then when I went to the toilet before I was like so pissed off and like these pads don't even fucking stick to your undies I like took it off to go pee and the pad stuck to me as opposed to oh my like my underpants so I was like this is like the worst pad and oh, then I realized yeah. that in my drunken state I hadn't actually taken the um peeler off that makes it stick to your undies so it was my bad
2: oh my god but no. it's so you know. oh, bitch. I um have you used because you don't have an IUD do you you just have your, no
0: like- I'm <laughs> scared because of the boy- injection thing
2: Okay, no. Anyway, so IUD is the one that goes inside your cervix. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, the implant is the one that goes inside your arm. That's but you right. should, do, okay, you should try. Even though I went off it to go on the copper IUD, you should try the Marina IUD because it, unless it's shit and like ruins your sex drive, which is kind of what happened to me. But <laughs> if you, if you, um, if it works for you, it can stop your period. Oh, sorry. We're, sorry, we're just having some
1: audio oh, no. issues. Keep going. Keep going. You guys keep. No, talking. no, no. It's fine. You have something to say. I just. You, know, you should
2: you should go on the marina id if you want to reduce your um heavy period because oh mine, really yeah it just i don't i like when i was on it i didn't have a period so
0: oh that's so good yeah i'm gonna consider it because it's like it's a heavy flow but i also feel like it kind of like grounds me or like um i'm totally, concerned okay. when it's not one so then i'm just like oh where's the heavy flow gone and like it's just everything but
2: <laughs> where's my heavy flow
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i like way. am i even a woman
2: what is um, this no um periods are beautiful and you should be proud of yourself
0: yeah and I don't know if it's like kind of fake because I'm like on the pill but I'm like whatever my my doctor friend told me it was fake but it's not
1: Do your period's fake yeah your period's kind of fake on the pill
2: allegedly it is fake.
0: yeah do mean fake? but are you going he- the white yeah but my doctor one time freaked me out this is like my freaky doctor she was just like i've had people that have she's like it doesn't mean shit like i've had girls that have come in here like two three months pregnant just like getting their fake periods on the pills and it's been like oh, no wow. sense of assurance yeah. i'm like shut up
2: i don't even know this stuff yeah go on, yeah. So we're, we're, we're still trying to work out um
1: you guys keep going i'm just i'm just clearing up some space in my computer i'm still I'm still here, still here to chat. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, no worries. Are we like on the episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got know. a fun fact. Um, oh, yeah. So my sister, who's like basically my best friend as well, um, she is two years younger than me, and she's very smart. But yeah. she has been what? <laughs> Not but and um, she's been listening to our episodes and loves it. You're
2: fucking kidding me. Really? Yes. she's like.
0: She's like working with Julia Gillard kind of smart and um she's like oh, oh my god, god I love this um yeah because I was yeah, like yeah. oh you know it might not get it like it's just like you know you might just I mean she, I'm making her out to be a freak she's like actually like we're like basically the same person um yeah but I was just like you know it doesn't matter don't worry about it and then she started watch like listening from the first episode and yeah she just like was like she called me the other night at like 11 I was like I'm just laughing along to this it's so funny um, and she loves it. Wait,
2: the first episode, like the first episode when you were in it, or the yeah, first episode? Yeah sorry okay, yeah okay. the
0: one that i was no, in no, <laughs>
2: like, Why the fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no she was
0: like apparently she was like um Irvi, you said about 20 times that you should be a permanent member of the cast it was so good I, I was you. apparently like heaps of the times so i was like anyway guys so yeah i'd love to be here more often than now so like anyway can we just do this next week um anyway <laughs> and
2: it was very desperate that makes me so happy that your sister genuinely likes it because I yeah she loves
0: it it. she said She's like, I just love the name Honor Wolf. I love their voices. um Sorry, fun. Jordan, your name's also Pretty awesome. Nice. But-
1: I had <laughs> <laughs> I had someone be actually a fellow comic, uh, friend of the show, Cat Finch, the other day, mm-hmm. say, "I love it, but I cannot tell Honor and Jordan apart." She's like, yeah. Tell- oh, no,
2: no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, we have the same voice." <laughs> it's kind of good though because if we both bomb, like one of us yeah. bombs. We both bomb, and we, we both, both bomb, do well. Yeah. You both do well exactly yeah so you like <laughs> twins you if everyone doesn't laugh at all my jokes I fucking cut myself <laughs> no <laughs>
0: um I've just got a weird laugh so I don't laugh that often but I do laugh a lot during this I don't love your
2: laugh you're beautiful <laughs> nice. Um, nice. she said the last
0: episode there was a point where it screeched or something um oh, yeah. But yeah, she said mic. just yeah. like, sorry to our listeners if you listen. Um but that wasn't intentional and it was just a, just a mistake at the time.
2: No, it's because I wanted to take up space and I turned our mic up. No, you
1: That's were in that. the right though, because it looked like even looking at it now, it looks like Irvys is so much louder than ours, but like we're jealous. not we're not sound technicians. We're doing this for From how the many, love. How much for free. It's for free. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're doing so, it for free off the, really what's that saying? <laughs> off the smell of an oily rag or something?
2: That's Literally, it.
1: That is it. Yeah. That's the smell of an oily rag that is actually our overnight pads. <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: both wearing overnight pads during yeah. the day. I've had she to like go this. go to reg, um, like, because I used to always wear, I always wear pads and then once I started having sex, tampons just like really just were they easy just to shove in. It. They just went like right in. Um but now I've gone back to pads because my IUD, I'm scared. I'll put a tampon in and it'll rip my IUD out. So That would be painful as fuck, right? Yeah.
1: I yeah. guess
2: so. But I also just feel like I feel a comfort with a pad now.
1: Mm. And maybe it's
2: taking me back to being it like a It is a, a comfort. Baby, myself or something, but like it feels I, good.
1: I think it's a comfort. I also watched a video years ago of this woman who oh, had TSS. And like I know that oh. it's really rare and you just have to stay on top of it. But she truly didn't have it in there for that long like right. so because you can't it's not necessarily about how long you have
2: it in this like year the for four hours
1: <gasps> i would oh always I, I used to sleep with it in
2: yeah i would leave a tampon in for fucking ages like yeah literally so long
0: it's and she i remember like, like talking to my friends about it and i was like yeah so 12 hours like you know that's the norm and they were like no bitch you need to get it out by like six to eight i'm like what i thought that was oh. like the whole point of that, that you could just like have it in and like kind of just be yeah. easy with it
1: <laughs> if you really want to like ruin your <laughs> life watch there's um style like you is a really good youtube series it's just like women slowly undressing i've mm. seen it yeah and they just like talk about themselves and their relationship to their body and their style but it's not like so some of them are really like moving and some of them are just really fun and they just talk about what style means to Aww. them and you know, what they do. and there's people there who like you look at and you're like they're not some of them are really have clearly have a really strong fashion identity sense. and fashion yeah. sense yeah. and what them and some of them they're they're there and them describing their like day-to-day fashion is actually or style and what their style tells you about them it's really interesting it's really great makes you appreciate things a lot more and it's also like like queer folk as well and it's um it's like chicken soup for the soul. I watch it oh, whenever that's I'm. so like, lovely. Yeah, especially when you're just having a day where you're like, I feel like a piece of shit. I'm the ugliest yeah. person who's ever lived, and then you watch these videos, and you're like, What is ugly? Someone's literally
2: said yeah. that. The person that ever lived.
1: Well, they clearly haven't seen these videos. <laughs> they,
0: really- <laughs> they
1: suck.
2: Who said that? Who said that?
0: Jordan Rizio. Wait, what are they? I just missed the crucial part. What did they say to you? No, no, no. They
2: said I was the ugliest person they've ever seen.
0: Oh my God. Who the fuck would say that?
2: That's crazy.
0: I'm glad I asked because this is one of those instances where I was like laughing along and be like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) Like I could probably check what that thing
1: was. (laughs) Imagine being like
0: that. You're like the hottest person. Are you fucking serious? Who the fuck would say that?
2: yeah uh no it was just in high school some a boy bitch it, or a guy too much fucking no a dude said it which oh kind of worse a little bit no, but totally. he, he definitely votes for the liberal party yeah he now. definitely votes for the liberal party he was so much fucking hair gel yeah and also we never spoke <laughs> yeah, you're like who asked you anyway like what the
1: fuck yeah. is the problem? My nickname for a little while was like people just called me a bimbo. And then a few people started doing it where I was like, you have no right. You haven't heard me say the shit that I say.
2: How dare you? (laughs)
0: How dare you? People used to call me chicken legs and that was offensive because like my knees, after my knees, it does get like freakishly. Like it's like a triangle. It's just like really, um, I've got like no calf muscles. So um, it was offensive at the time.
1: Well, I mean, that's fact. like shit when you're a teenager, but when you're an adult. Beautiful.
2: You've got great legs. Chicken great legs, legs,
0: call me that again anytime. Thanks.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah you? How, how you? I wish... Chicken legs with a jump belt.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. up <laughs> the That's shit. we calling people names with shit, especially, like,
2: I'm upset and I'm still holding against the man who was called Jordan, not you, But his name
1: was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I remember cunt. I remember him talking about it and being like, It's a bit weird that your Jordan. I was like, Who he said that to I you? I was like, It is two
0: thousand and eight. Fucking
1: get over <laughs> like, it. Oh like, Jordan's
0: like the Jordan's like my favorite, um, like non like gender name.
1: It's a good one. I'm really happy name. with it. I think it suits me. I, I would call
0: Yeah, I'd call my kids either of you guys's names. <gasps> hey. I <would>. yeah. <laughs> Now say it back. Um
2: I'd would I would call, call my daughter my... and my son Erby. I'd call my dog Erby and i would call my, dog, Irby. I would call my house Erby. <laughs> and my
0: rat. It's cute.
2: I, I just I'll start tagging your name on buildings as a homage to you. Yeah. As an homage to Irby. <laughs> Oh okay. right, let's so let's start a, uh, let's start I with the episode. That. I think we we're trying to yeah, make up yeah. the fact that we had such good okay, bands before I don't think it's as good as it was before, but we don't need to yeah, you kind never of like, know. Man. I don't know yeah. I don't even know who
0: that person was before. I
1: no, feel like I was she was a phantom. Drunk, yeah, she was we
0: were we were like on a high, but I think we've done a pretty good job so far anyway. Yeah, um, with
1: them. and they don't know what they're
0: missing. Yeah, like, you, we're you just telling them now they're
1: gonna think it's shit. No, 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 yeah. no. no, no
0: but let's do a quick recap of the episode so we've got start off with the Brady Bunch type thing oh oh yeah so episode is season two episode 17 called 20 somethings versus 30 somethings Yeah. yeah and and we start off with like a Brady Bunch thing where we see that like there's like a share house gone wrong in the Hamptons and there's been like a lot of affairs and scandals and then it's all linked to Charlotte, like not directly, but she knows the person and she Mm. invites uh, the whole gang up to the Hamptons to do a couple of weekends.
2: Yes. So
0: what are the main storylines? So Carrie basically in this episode is like uh, going to the Hamptons, she's just having fun, like living her life, meets a cute doctor guy but isn't totally into him Um, And then at the end of the episode, we see that she uh, discovers that Biggs with a 20-something-year-old and it breaks her heart.
2: Yeah, so there's, like, three different storylines and three different associations with this Mm -hmm. kind of idea. So we've got Samantha there who is a, you know, up-and-coming publicist or she's a, you know, um, a senior publicist who has an assistant who, like, tries to do publicity as well or PR Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um and then we've got Charlotte who's trying to be a twenty something year old even though she's thirty. And then we've got Carrie who's who, yeah, who's exactly whose partner has um Who thinks it doesn't affect her who, that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well that's that's the beautiful thing about Sex and City is I find it like it is so relatable in terms of being the c- complexity of um you know, being a woman in that day and age or Mm. or whatever and um, dealing with this idea of being like, I'm a strong feminist, you know Mm. what I mean? These things, these ideals, and of course, like there's like different like feminism back Mm. then or whatever, Mm. but like these ideals shouldn't affect me. These are my ideals. Mm. This shouldn't affect me. I'm a strong person, but I still have a fucking soul and I still grew up in this kind of oppression and this idea that in the patriarchy and I'm still affected by stuff. So even if you're like- Even if, you know, with Carrie, she has someone who adores her, who's a 20-something-year-old and, like, really wants to look up to her and Carrie's kind of like, oh, like, why? There's a um, disconnect in terms of ideas about being a woman and stuff like that Mm. because of the different generations and different ideas that they're exploring. And she thinks she's kind of exempt to this whole jealousy and idea, especially when it comes to Charlotte and Samantha and stuff like that. And then when it finally comes to her turn in terms Mm. of big dating, Mm. like a fucking 20-something-year-old, she's like 30-something. Yeah. gonna affect her because so much to be uh, like to be a woman so much of your identity has to do with your youth yeah or yeah. your beauty and that's a big
1: part of this. Yeah. beauty is youth yeah
0: yeah i like yeah um, definitely sorry you go no you go i don't think i had an idea <laughs> no you did <The> <laughs> you were literally about to like start on like something cool and I was like uh and stopped you no, but, no, no, no. Anyway. she
2: was trying to find an idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this whole I feel like this episode is a little bit unique and it's like dichotomy because it's um like before we saw like kind of different issues being like you know the last episode we looked at um I kind of actually remember but it was like you know we've had like men with their issues and stuff yeah. oh last one was like the addiction person um whereas now it's kind of this this episode seems um particularly relevant to like feminism and Mm. the whole idea of like how separate 20s and 30s are and as I don't know how are you guys 26 now yeah 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 I'm 27 so it's like I already feel (laughs) I'm the old old wise owl here Um, (laughs) <laughs> but on the cusp, being on the cusp of like 30 and 20s, it feels weird seeing that dichotomy because you're like, hopefully it's not the same now. I have friends in their 30s who are probably like the same as me, but mm. it's like such a big deal. It seems in this episode where it's like from the start, this setup of like 20 somethings versus I don't even know how old them meant to be in this show, like 30, like max, like yeah. 35, I'd say. Or? Yeah, yeah yeah i like
1: so um, samantha's a bit older samantha's she's like 39 potentially, I
2: reckon. yeah yeah she's very 40 the other right. nice thing
1: about this episode is that they're all like this is one of potentially the only episode that i've seen so far of them all being like in the same environment like usually they're off doing their own things and then they come together but mm-hmm. they're all kind of at this house together which is yeah kind of
2: definitely and it yeah. Also, seeing all of their different associations with their kind of age. Or like mm. like for instance, like sharks the one who's kind of um driven the narrative in terms of going to this um, beach house and like started pretending that she was younger and seeing all their different reactions in terms of that, like going to that beach party, which is something that I can relate to now, even though I'm not their age. Yeah. But going yeah. to that beach party and being like, why the fuck am I here? And like, you know, yeah. and being kind of like, ugh, I don't actually want this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, same as going to a club now. I'm like, ugh. Totally. Like, I don't want to go here. Like, so going to go like, like
0: laneway or something? Like, no, I didn't go this year, but I was like, I live close to there. It's just like you kind of there is I think at our age even um feeling like a difference between like the kind of person I was at like 18 or 20 and like going out and just like kind of having no clue you can see that in most events these days that are for younger people but it's I kind of feel like with them it's like yeah they're disgust are we the same like do we when I look at them I guess I do feel disgusted or I'm just not disgusted I'm just like oh you like poor young things like in your short skirts trying to be all like hot and stuff it's way easier to be comfortable but Maybe they're doing the same thing this episode.
2: I feel yeah. like it's it's super interesting in terms of like I think I said really early on in the episode, um, you feel like you're 26 or whatever, mm-hmm. or like you're in your early 20s until you see a person in their early 20s, yeah. similar to like to me. I feel like, I feel like I'm like 22 or whatever, yeah. or 20, and yeah. I'm 26, but I feel like I'm like 21 or like whatever until I see someone who's 21 or like 18, yeah. and I'm like, fuck me, I'm not. That like, I'm not that young, I'm not that kind of, and it doesn't. The only time I feel like age and stuff really affects me is when I see someone who's like, suit like for me, it's very, very linked to career because I feel like women, I always have this conversation with my my partner who's male, (laughs) I'm always like you don't understand that there's, like, this use my date Like, yeah. there's this fucking, like, and with career, with life, with getting all this stuff. Not only are we told, like, we've been brought up in this kind of page, patriarchal kind of society where we're told that these are the steps we need to follow for a woman and these are the ideals that we constantly need to work with. There's, like, Bert Backrack or whatever songs mm. that, like, look pretty all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I told to yeah. my partner, like, being in it because he does acting as well where I'm like, he doesn't feel that kind of stress and that pressure of getting somewhere quick. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if you guys are the same, but I feel like consistently like, fuck, I need to be there yesterday. Yeah. Like I need to be at that yeah. point in my career like three years ago, because then Finally. I'll I'll be fine until I see someone who's like, and I'm sure there's older female comedians who are like three years older than or what than us or whatever that feel the mm-hmm. same. But you'll see someone who's like, oh, they're 21 and they're already on Viceland mm-hmm. or like they're already are in their career mm-hmm. and- comedy or whatever and, and they're fucking succeeding and I yeah. will compare myself to them and be like fuck I've already missed that cut off like I need to get there yeah. even faster. like there's no there's no like in my head there's no thing like of being like oh I'm like 45 and I'm just breaking into like my industry and it's fine yeah. and like, there's no use by date for me because I'm a man and I can be fucking yeah. old and successful in comedy yeah. and, and I not, think uh, you don't have to be hot and and, and,
1: and totally. comedy is so funny because there's like there's so many like there are people who are kicking like absolutely killing it like 2021 20, and then there's people who just break it when they're like 40 like 45. literally like 40 45 and then they kill it and they're doing so well like if you yeah. think, of, like, like, think about like there's there's a few people i'm gonna name names and age people but like yeah. no people- i
0: think it's it's recorded, yeah. do that because you think about like um yeah like Anne Emmons obviously it's one that is like she's like the best comic in australia basically and then um yeah. she started at 28 so she's like she just started comedy and apparently she didn't even do like she was um like wasn't at the top of the game until maybe like three or four years in. But then she's like yeah. literally wrote. I think that's an inspiring. I just like tell myself that when I'm feeling shit because I'm like she's like the best comic now and just like fucking worked hard. Yeah. But also I think in the comments and like I love Nikki Barry and she's like she's like in her fifties or something maybe I think or in her forties. I don't I, I don't want to be like guessing age but she like if I could be her when I'm her age uh, that would be like a dream come true because she's just like so confident and just like just she's like this like loving force that you're like you kill at Crab Lab which is like used to be the biggest dream here um she'll just destroy the lineup and she's in her 50s so it just kind of shows that if you have that kind of like inner glow um it doesn't matter how old you are but at the same time it only is like true people I can think of that are like that have just like smashed it at that age or oh, I feel like it's mostly what's in us that kind of stops us from that but somehow they're but broken free the of that internal there. thing.
2: Because like I feel yeah. like if you're like a like a a um a woman, you're always mm-hmm. there's a risk in terms of focusing and pushing on your career for so long because like what we're told is that we can lose so much, you know what I mean? In terms of like yeah, oh I think there's that risk of me really pushing, like, you know, I went and saw my nephew today and I was like, mm-hmm. I, like in my head automatically because of like the way we're brought up. I'm like, fuck, when am I gonna have kids? Like exactly. I'm like, I'm- I don't want to have kids at any point now but if I'm like full on going at it trying to pursue a career at this age I'm like fuck then I'm losing the opportunity to potentially maybe be fertile to think about having kids later yeah. on in life which is so yeah. something that like men don't have to deal with as as hard and it's like and it's really infuriating that we have to like like because because with all career stuff I I know like in because I want to keep going like I just mm-hmm. like so something I, I want to do in terms of like comedy, or like, or, or acting, or being being in that kind of industry. It's like so something I want to do, but I know in terms yeah. of like how hard I will go, and like, and there are things that I have to give up mm. in order to stay in that industry. Yeah. And not only that, it's not just like because like I feel like for men they're like yeah, but you know I you know I don't want to be having kids when I'm like sixty or whatever. But it's like you, but mm. you can, and also yeah. it's easier for you to find a partner later on who's younger that's fertile enough to yeah. like kids yeah, or whatever yeah, like and I
0: think this yeah definitely And I think this whole time of like coronavirus is kind of maybe not rethink that in a way that I changed my mind but it has made me reflect on it a bit because it's like usually I guess um compared to friends who are like that's their goal right now is like to find a partner like have the kids which is like like they're my best friends. So I'm like yes that's like an exciting thing in its own way but I guess I've always like formed my identity by being like no, my career's first and like this is like my like if I could make like a brilliant thing that's my baby in a way but oh, since yeah. it's all been taken away in like the last few months and it's been kind of like long enough for it to kind of become the norm at the moment it's just like everyone's at home and like cooking and like doing homely shit um it kind of feels like scary and that it's like this isn't what I signed up for and I was um like my whole identity is tied to like going and like doing things and like getting further in my career and right now it just feels like did I just you know give up like is this like the reality of what we have to be or is it going to come back to normal or it just feels like a scary space and it's also like you
1: kind of I feel like I don't know where like it it never it never eases but I feel like there was a period of time probably for me when I finished uni and I realized that I was like what I was gonna have to do when you realize how much you have to self-promote how much you have to work Mm. on your shows get your stuff out there I was like I'm signing up for something that's actually really hard. Like this is so going to be hard. so yeah. hard, and I, um, like not like I'm not crying. We're very lucky. We're in a very privileged position. Absolutely, We're yeah. a lot luckier than oh, got totally, to yeah, yeah. But then you do you have things, thoughts where you're like, I'm just not going to have regular hours. Mm. I'm not going to have things. I don't I mean, really. I don't know if it's because I'm pretty gay, but I've never really. Been that concerned about kids, but I don't know. Yeah, I never. Yeah. No, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing that I find really confusing is because you know, even going to see my nephew today, and I love my nephew, mm. but it didn't make me feel maternal. It didn't make me feel poppy, yeah. It didn't make me feel any of those things. I don't have any need to get married or have children, but there's yeah. still a thing in my head where I'm like, I need to make space for that to happen. Yeah, and even though. Yeah something that is and it was and, and also maybe it's because it was the same with my mum yeah. in terms of in terms of she was always very career oriented never want to get married never want to have kids and then she eventually got married and she had a kid when she was like 31 um, mm-hmm. or whatever and that's when that kind of like switched where she was like oh I do want that and I I am that's glad It's yeah, a sexual crime,
1: because yeah, have more
2: yeah. <laughs> um, like I find it, it's just really confusing for me because I know that, and I'm so career driven, mm. like to the point where like I was speaking to my old psychologist, being like, oh, like I'm really focused on this blah blah, and he's like, what about your boyfriend? And I was like, oh, he's more focused on our relationship, and he's like, that's like a type A and type B personality. Like, how the fuck is that going to work? And I was like, please, like, but um. But then there's still that thing there where I'm like, I'm still sacrificing something that I don't know whether I want or not yet. Yes. Yeah, like you in- put it
0: perfectly. It's like you just don't know. like, And I don't want that voice because if I tell my parents this who are very like, but what do you mean you're not going to get married and have a kid and like that's what you're here to do kind of thing. Um, like not, They're not like they've always actually compared to like normal Indian parents, like most they've always been like your career comes first to me. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's weird that now I'm finding out that they're also like, oh, but like, you want to have like two kids before you're 30 and like, do all this stuff. It's like, actually, maybe not. And that you've always brought me up to put my career first. And this is what it looks like is like not having kids right now. Um, so it's like interesting. Seeing, but then they'll always be like, you know, you, you think you don't want kids, you think you're all like good. And then maybe you will and when you're like in your mid-30s like want them and like you'll miss out on something that you didn't know you wanted in the first place and I'm like trying to not let that voice of fear interfere because I'm like I don't feel it now maybe I won't always feel this way but at the same time I can only really trust what I feel right now um and yeah
2: also sorry
0: I feel like I'm also very FOMO so I feel like as soon as like if all my friends like right now we're all like like no we're not single but we're like you know not having kids um we've all got partners and um just being like yeah it's cool and like who knows what we want but like if all my close friends started having kids I'd feel like left out (laughs) like I just needed to have one to fit in
2: Freezing your eggs should be subsidized by the government. Yeah. Yeah. It should should absolutely be, like, almost free. Yeah. And I know that's, like, fucking, like, crazy in terms of the amount of money that goes into it, but also, like, Mm. is unequal the fact that men can stay, like, I know this is, like, biological, but that men can stay fertile for so long and women can't in terms of, like of course I know that like adoption exists and everything but I mean like just in terms of fertility and we all grew up with this like men can like shoot sperm into like a a person they can get pregnant or whatever and then actually have to do it so like and the fact that fertility is so pushed upon women that they need to have children all that kind of stuff and yet we're also pushed upon that like oh but you know how can you have this top spot in a kind of agency or a or a career or a job if you're going to have you know you've got to think about kids and all that kind of stuff yeah get rid of that by you know um, fucking freezing your eggs or whatever—that should be absolutely subsidized. That should be fucking free, almost, yeah. so that we don't have the inequality of men being yeah. like, "When are you going to have kids?" I can't hire you because you're going to have kids when you're yeah. like, actually, I'm not fucking ready to have kids until I'm forty-five or like until I'm forty. Mm. Yeah. And um, but that is you know impossible because I might be going through menopause or I might be dealing with a whole lot of health complications at that point, like that that should be, yeah. it should be you should yeah it should be subsidized it should be frozen it's fucking bullshit that like viagra is subsidized and like you know tampons and, still uh, are the, tampons <laughs> still aren't. and the fact that like we want women to be like as a society or whatever to be getting pregnant and giving birth yeah. which is mm. you know whatever, whatever that is but like on top of that that it's not subsidized to like freeze your eggs and if you have children later you're like an old mate you know what i mean like yeah, like, yeah, fucking yeah definitely
1: it's my fucking mind that like they're still like they still push this thing of like have babies life is precious do this blah 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 but also don't invest in things that actually help women have babies yeah. a and b don't help women and men have maternal and paternal paid leave yeah, yeah, exactly. that's the biggest and thing. Also don't invest in the environment that's i'm like crazy. why do you keep pushing this, yeah. I'm not look after this yeah. yeah it's like
0: that's the other thing
1: so irresponsible yeah that's
0: the other thing it's it's so yeah it's just like one why would we want to but then at the same time I've got friends at the moment who are like pregnant and um it's kind of like I can see why that's exciting before I was like who gives a shit like why would you even want to have a kid in this time and age mm. I guess it becomes I think having a kid ultimately kind of just is because it it's like it makes your life hopefully better and that it's mm. just like
2: you- magical yeah. yeah it's
0: like optimistic it's like we're sharing this experience together even if we all like die together in like 10 years time and this like burning hole that's our country and like whole world yeah. right yeah. now it's like-
2: you're literally creating life like that's for me as the yeah. as well as you know I guess having a family and stuff like that but for me like the, <laughs> the thing that appeals to me about having children as narcissistic as it sounds mm. is the fact that I can be a part of this idea of like what yeah. life is yeah. in terms of getting pregnant yeah. creating growing something inside of me and then giving yeah. birth you know that doesn't mean that doesn't like a family make or whatever but that's the thing that appeals to me personally in terms of Absolutely. like having children so like it's I've, like it, it's but magical. in saying that it doesn't make me ready to have kids it doesn't mean that I should have kids but like that's the thing that like
0: yeah it's appealing and also, and it's also
2: like,
1: Ah, oh, sorry. You go. Biological, no, I was just gonna say it's a biological thing, like as well. You need to like the urge to have children and this urge to have babies in your early thirties is is evolution as well. Yeah, like, definitely. You know, when people like minimize women for wanting to have families, and wanting to have kids, it's like no, that's the reason our species has continued. You fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, also, I love um the show The Letdown. Have you guys seen it?
2: No, but my it's, my sister-in-law has and she has a baby. Uh, it's
0: amazing. And like, I don't even, I think that show weirdly, even though like basically the whole premise is like, she just like gets pregnant and uh, the protagonists are both Australian, wrote the show, created it. And now it's like on Netflix, both seasons and like so successful. I think it's just like, one of, I think it's one of the best Australian shows just because there's no cringy moments where you're like, oh, Australian drama. It's just like really funny, really original. And like all her real struggles of like trying to have a kid, having it and then like the realities of it it's just like it kind of makes you feel like oh you can still be creative and like have a kid because they both had kids when they came up with the show and like wrote it and stuff um and it's just like a a really in-depth like exploration of like the female psyche as well as the men but it's just uh it makes her it's like you're still the heroine you have you've got all your quirks you're still really interesting and nuanced and you've got kids and that's like part of it
1: yeah absolutely and I think there's also like like postpartum depression is like that's a a whole other situation Mm. but it's so interesting because we always the narrative that we've seen for so long is like you have children and your life is complete and you feel amazing and all the pain was worth it um but you're still a complicated human yeah yeah exactly you're still a complicated human, and also you might not fully love your baby like a lot of like phenomenon, like the feeling, the phenomenon, the feeling is that once you have a child, you're like, okay, this is my life now, which makes total sense. But if you don't feel that, if you don't feel that kind of like, I've never felt love like this before, you're immediately made to feel like you should be ashamed yeah it's
2: crazy like there's something and also wrong there's, with you. there's not even that in, in yeah. birth there's shame yeah like having a cesarean means that oh your baby didn't get that new the same release of nutrients as it would if you gave birth naturally you're a horrible mother because yeah. if you had chosen to give birth to your baby it would have died or you would have died, but still you're an awful mother. And that like,
1: same person is anti-Vax. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it's,
2: it's completely yeah.
0: fucked
2: up. You know what should be the it's next the show thing. on top of that kind of shit? Um, on top of like motherhood. There should be a fucking show for mm. 65-year-old women and their life dealing with their husbands and yes. like or like whatever their life is. Like there should be a fucking drama about. That transition for like a woman in terms of their imbi- yeah. invisibility cloak or whatever, yeah. We oh, don't totally. women enough. Like I just think about like my mum and probably our mums or whatever. Even though John mm-hmm. Young like super young, um, she's she's twenty. She's twenty years old. 20 <laughs> old right? super young. Oh, you
0: God. were born before she was born. Yeah,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean like that would be a really interesting. I would love to like see that and like not totally a kind of situation, but a situation where it's like. There are these older women who are dealing with like menopause, also dealing with you know relationship breakdowns. Breakdowns once their like kids leave. Yes, and not, I'm 36 and all my 18 year old kids have left because that's unrealistic. Yeah, like and you know dealing with all these men have who have been made redundant or whatever from their mm. work. You so Frankie, no, I haven't. <laughs> is that what that's about?
0: Yes, I people. have. Yeah, it's kind stuff. of that, but I kind of want like a show where it's like, yeah, we want them to be the protagonist, but also for it not to be like their only the audience is like fifty-year-old women who like watch this with a glass of wine. It's like yeah. I want it to be the first show that I saw that was like female all female um like not cast but just like protagonist all female and then also created produced everything was um Big Little Lies and yeah, that was uh, I so seen good it. oh my god it's, it's, like, it's like so good and Reese Witherspoon set out making this production company all female um and she managed to make this show where it's like every guy in my life that was like watching it was like hooked and like have you seen like episode six like have you seen this and it's like every guy that I knew was watching it and like loved it and I'm like that's never really happened before for like a female cast and everything because it was just like it just uh yeah transcended just like a female audience I'm like a show about older women would be awesome if it could somehow it's like we can keep making shows for ourselves which I feel like we should definitely do and do it. But I'm like, what can make Guy, because like how can he make everyone listen and be like this is important and like this is a big part of our society.
2: But even if you look at like Please Like Me season two, if Mm. you look at his mum and her whole storyline, imagine if there was a whole series that was just based on her. You know what I mean? uh, Like her life, her fucking dealing. I know obviously there's like mental illness linked with that as well. Mm -hmm. But I just mean like she's a fucking Mm full-rounded Woman character mm. who's middle aged. She's not like a fucking sex symbol. She's not like a cougar. There's nothing yeah. that thing about her except for the fact that she has a mental illness. Mm. And like, like obviously, there needs to be like interesting, like, but drama. it's not
1: romanticized. It's, it's really not romanticized. Hard. It's really like they they show the public healthcare system around it exactly, as well and like the pain that goes with it, but also, like, the beauty in it as well. I think that please like, Beautiful. especially – Season
2: 2 season was two. Oh, amazing. I haven't
0: seen it, but I'm so uh, excited to watch it.
2: Have you watched season – like, you don't even need to watch season have 1. Like you seen Season 1's great. No, but, like, I haven't seen any. Watch it's, it. It's, it's really, really, really good. Really good. good. Okay, season that's amazing. broke my heart. You know? Speaking oh, of, really? like,
1: really good Australian TV shows that aren't about, like, underbelly. Oh, my God. I, I there were Totally. I, I've been
0: watching offspring um just Just starting and Geraldine's character is good and I'm thinking about like older women that are in shows and she's got like a pretty I feel like all the characters there have like a pretty full life and I love how Nina's just like this quote like she's like a neurotic person and that's like the protagonist because it's often just like the freak who's like neurotic but it's like you get all her inner
2: thoughts and it's just that
0: that's an Australian show is amazing
2: I was obsessed with, with off, uh, oh, no, nope, there it is, I'm drunk. Um, um, we'll Spring, had to it. Um,
0: I, I watched
1: her. the first, it all dropped on Netflix and I watched like the first four seasons. I haven't watched oh, you. I haven't seen. Um, I haven't seen the last season. Spoiler alert, if you're an Offspring fan, just uh, mm-hmm. now's your time, just going to quickly say it. I haven't seen Patrick <gasps> die yet.
0: <gasps> that that shaped the nation. I feel like that was like <laughs> a scene. I, a thing. Thing. I
2: remember
0: watching then it when I was in uni know. I watched it on like like I don't know what the fuck I watched it on because it must have just been on like tv or something that but I remember end. like
2: crying catch up. you would have done that yeah a like, catch-up
0: I was crying at the computer at my desk and the next day at uni i was just like I don't get it and someone was like what's wrong I'm like Patrick died and it was just it was so yeah, sad. I feel like everyone was so sad like oh, when oh you going to
1: speak, it broke it broke boundaries, boundaries. like stop. Actually, like that's my biggest
2: fear. I can I today when I was on the V line, yeah. I thought I was having a brain aneurysm because I felt so <laughs> in my head. yeah, and I was like I feel a little oh. bit weird, and I was like I'm oh gonna explain this to my family, and I was like Would I be able to get up in time to tell people what was going on? Oh I'd be like lemons or whatever the it's fuck. It's like say.
0: triggering yeah. talking about it. It's, it was like such a big moment in my life, but also on a um one time that happened to me. Did you feel like everything was kind of going like blinking or like it just yeah, felt like different colors probably that's weird. probably low blood pressure because um that that's happened to me like last year. Blood pressure. yeah because the one time I woke up and I was like I can't see properly my dad was like fu- they're like hypochondriacs anyway I'm like when I'm like dad I can't walk straight he's like oh my god like cancel work like run to the emergency like just like the doctors and stuff and um it was just like I just couldn't see properly for a little bit and it was slow but I just had dropped to low blood pressure
1: that's do we beautiful. all have low blood pressure? I have low blood pressure. Yeah, do you? I shouldn't.
0: I, I eat so much salt. Like my family's yeah, got a history like- of high blood pressure, yeah, but yeah, I randomly you know, did that. Like
2: my dad has high blood pressure and heart disease and stuff. I've, my mom has really low blood pressure, which means her blood pressure right now is just regular. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> yeah. um, I had this thing
1: similar to what you were saying. Like, no, I didn't lose my vision, but I like
0: I look into the light. Like I yeah, it's like I blinking. It's, blinking it's like up, a kaleidoscope could- kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and I couldn't look outside. I had to wear sunglasses to uni and I went to the doctor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining like the three blind mice. kind of uh, cartoon.
1: Really, I thought because I've always had like issues with my eyes. I was like, oh, I fucked up. Like I left my contacts in for too long or something. And I went to the doctor and she was like, it's so like it's almost, no, it's not. You're blessed, you're lucky. But you know when you're like, this thing has really inconvenienced me. I feel like a piece of shit. And then you yeah. go to the doctor, and they're like, it's low blood pressure. And you're like, it's not cancer? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Waiting for blood know. test results is like the worst thing. It's like, am I going to yes. die? Who knows?
2: Um, I feel like we've uh, run out of time. So I think we should finish <laughs> this as a part one and come back with a part two of the rest of the episode. So tune in for part two. Everyone, you have to you say?
0: Says. Um, Thank you for listening. It's obviously um, this episode is bringing up a lot for us and we've got a lot to say. So thank you for listening to us say it. Thank Thank you.